Okay, Micah Boyette. Yes. So much to celebrate, and we love to celebrate mm-hmm. it all. Down Syndrome Awareness Month is right around the corner. It's coming so soon in a couple of weeks. And I sometimes feel like this is what we're going to do to celebrate Down Syndrome Awareness Month. And sometimes feel like, shoot, the month is gone. And I I didn't do anything. And I think when my kids were littler, I was more on my game. And I don't know if that's just life. Is that just parenting life? I don't know. It's parenting life in a weird way because it does, don't you feel like in the early days, it's so hard and you never have time for anything, but somehow there's more time for Instagram. Mm. What does that mean? I think there's a lot of mundane in the early days. Like you're not, well, I don't know. I was driving a lot of places. There's a lot of like. There's a lot of therapies. Is there more sitting around? There was more like waiting room sitting around or like my kid is playing with blocks and I can look away for a second sitting yeah, around. Maybe. maybe. I think too with Mason, she was my first. So there was a lot of only just one child for me yes. in the beginning years. Yes. So like so many cute preschool snacks at parties and stuff. I don't even know how I did that. <laughs> <laughs> All that to say world, not world down syndrome day. I'm going to say it forever. Down, down syndrome, syndrome awareness month. Down syndrome awareness month is coming up right on the corner and I'm Josh and I, my team here at the Lucky Few, which is Josh and I, we are, or Josh and me, we are (laughs) going to be inviting people to participate in something that we'll be ready to participate in by the time this podcast releases. Okay, everyone? Okay. Fingers crossed. So for Down Syndrome Awareness, where we want to create an opportunity for our kids' classrooms, whether we have a child with Down Syndrome or not, but I think most of the listeners here do, and most people with Down, most of the people who have kids with Down Syndrome are the ones doing things for Down Syndrome Awareness, but you're invited, even if you don't have a child with Down Syndrome, we would love for you to participate. We want to get this idea of everyone belongs and celebrating our differences into classrooms, and we're going to be inviting families to participate in getting a book into every kid in their kids class whoa to the kids of every kid in their kids class so here's how this all came to be a couple weeks ago this woman tagged me and she has a son in kindergarten who has down syndrome and she decided that she wanted to get the book different a great thing to be to all the kindergartners which was 74 kindergartners so she did an amazon wish list and asked her friends and family and within a couple weeks got books for everybody in the school all the kindergartners isn't that rad yeah so we're going to, so we're setting it up like that. You can sign up to do it. And then we're going to have like cool things that you can share graphics. And then for every class that gets a class set, like fulfills their classroom set, I'm going to come do a reading during the month of October, like zoom in and do a live book reading. Oh, that's so cool. So listeners, isn't that fun? So listeners, you're invited to participate in that for Down Syndrome Awareness Month. If you're like, what are we going to do? I don't know what to do. Bring the author, Heather Avis, to your kid's class. That's me. Um, and get those books in those kids' hands so that we can help all of our little ones know that different is a great thing to be and that everyone belongs. I love this. This is so great because so many, like, it's it can be really intimidating to figure out exactly what to do. And so many people want to do something in their kids' classroom. And uh, I know in the past I've been like, I would buy one book for the classroom. And I think I did that last year, one everyone belongs for the classroom Mm -hmm. and one everyone belongs for the library. But the idea of everyone getting to take it home and that being part of 
their experience of the month. That's really cool. I love that too. I love that too. So we're jumping on, we're jumping on and making that happen for everybody. And that is going to be what we're doing this year for Down Syndrome Awareness Month. So coming up here, that was a, a be on the lookout, dear listeners, for that. A little plug. A little plug. And you know what else I want to plug? I want to hear. The New York City Buddy Walk that already happened. That's right. And that's what we're going to do today. That's right. So, friends, let's shout some worth and shift some narratives for people with Down syndrome. Today, we're catching you up on the fun and exciting weekend we had at the New York City Buddy Walk. The celebration included our girl, Macy Avis, as Grand Marshal, a photo presentation in Times Square, a walk through Central Park, and so much more. Friends, we're excited to recap the incredible celebration. So welcome to the Lucky Few Podcast. Hey friends, Micah here. When Ace was around one, I started to worry about the future. I worried about how to even know where to begin in saving for him. When you have a child with a disability, how do you even start to think about saving money for that child's entire life? It can feel overwhelming and terrifying. That's why Enable Special Needs Planning exists. They provide families with simple solutions and a unique approach to special needs planning. Find out more at enablesnp.com. Okay, this was such a fun event and I'm excited to share with everybody about it. Before we do that, I'm going to read a review from one of you listeners. This is from Maggie S. Maggie S. says, Those early days of my daughter's Down syndrome diagnosis were scary and lonely until I found this podcast. I can't thank you enough for being a voice and comfort to this mama. Hmm. Maggie S., thank you so much for sharing that. We are unbelievably grateful that we get to be a part of your life and your journey as you raise your incredible daughter with Down syndrome. Listeners, it was fun to get to meet a lot of you at the Buddy Walk. I had quite a few people come up and tell me about listening to the podcast and how much it means to you. Um, that means so much to us. If you love this podcast and you haven't yet left a review, you can do so over at Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Do that right now. Hit pause, leave a review, come on back, and maybe we'll read it here next week. Thank you so much for that. Yes. And I just love I love hearing stories like that because that's exactly what we wanted. That was like why we started this podcast, feeling like we wish we'd had that. So thanks, Maggie S. Yes. Thanks, Maggie S. It was so fun when we were in New York and on like on the steps in Times Square for the video and people like, I listened to the podcast and people came by the booth and you were there and like listening to the podcast. I'm like, Mike is here too. Like, Mike is here. So it was so fun to get to, it's always the best to meet um, our fellow community members. It's my favorite. It's my favorite. So I, I want to know, Heather, if you've ever attended the New York City Buddy Walk before 
No, this was my first time at the New York City Buddy Walk. We've attended the Buddy Walk in our community um, or in a neighboring community for years. We've done that. Yeah. So let's talk about it, Heather. For any of our listeners, especially those who um, don't know about the Buddy Walk in New York City or uh, why it's special or why it was so special for both of us to be there this year, uh, that's what we want to talk about. Okay, so some of our listeners here might not be familiar with what the Buddy Walk is, or maybe you've heard of it, but you're like, what exactly is that all about? Or maybe you're hearing about it for the first time. Um, I remember hearing about the Buddy Walk before I had Macy, but I also had taught special education. So I think that was partly why I had students with Down syndrome. But once Mason came home, it was like this whole new thing to be a part of. And I definitely felt like um, there was this club that I wasn't a part of, like everyone knew what to do, but me. So Mm -hmm. we're here to prep you, friends, and let you know what to do because buddy walks are coming up. So the buddy walk was established by the National Down Syndrome Society, NDSS, which is different than the National Down Syndrome Congress, NDSC. Very Um, confusing. Yes. All the the NDSSs, all the (laughs) – is a lot. And the way we use acronyms is so funny. They are different organizations. We've talked about both here on the program before. We've had people from both organizations on. They're both incredible look them up to learn more. That's not what this episode's about, but the National Down Syndrome Society started the Buddy Walk events in 1995, and its 17 events took place across the country during the inaugural year of Buddy Walk. And Chris Burke, who is the actor from Life Life Goes Goes On on. um, and has Down Syndrome, he led the flagship New York City Buddy Walk. And this was really special, like full circle. He was at the Buddy Walk this year. Um, with my Macy Moo leading the way this year, which was really, really special. So the Buddy Walk started as a fundraising opportunity, as a community building opportunity for the National Down Syndrome Society. My understanding of that is it then, after the 17 events took place around the nation, it just grew and grew and grew. So what they do, what NDSS does, the Buddy Walk will collaborate with usually a Down Syndrome Association, like a local association that will will host a Buddy Walk event in their city. And there's now hundreds across the nation. So if you have never been to a Buddy Walk, find Google it in your community, in your local community. And chances are between now and the first couple of weeks of November, a walk is happening. Usually mm-hmm. they take place in October because it's Down Syndrome Awareness Month. But there'll be a walk happening and it is so, I could not recommend it more. And we're going to tell you what you need to know to get there. But that's the history of the Buddy Walk. That's a good history. And I'll say that like there there really are most likely there is one close to you. I know that in my hometown where my mom and my brothers live, there's one every year that my mom is on the planning committee for now. My brother, who is an amateur magician, comes and does magic shows <laughs> and everybody there's like a role for everyone who wants to be involved so it's a it's a really cool experience wherever you are it doesn't have to be New York City yes yeah so this was our first time in New York and New York City is just one of my favorite places in the whole world and um it it was hosted in Central Park which is one of the best places in New York City in my opinion one of the greatest parts of New York City um, and there were 2,500 people, um, just like gathered all there. It was so muggy and sweaty. So hot. Oh my gosh. Oh. It was probably the worst day of the summer, even though it was like 
just a week ago and in September. And and now, of course, he, out here, it's beautiful and 70 <laughs> degrees today with a nice breeze. So <laughs> last week it was 95 and 100% humidity. It was so sweaty. Oh, my gosh. Yes. You could just like reach out and grab handfuls of the air. It was so <laughs> and it was cloudy. So I, I had to keep saying I'm glad it's not like blazing sun. Uh-huh. You know, it was very, very cloudy. Um, but it was in Central Park and there's all these families gathered around. And what people do. Okay, let's explain what we do for the buddy walk. You okay. most people sign up to have a team, and your team can be you, or your team can be hundreds of people, and they usually have like a prize for who have the most people on their team and a prize for fundraising. I think at the New York one, the the highest fundraisers ra- rose like raised rose raised 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 sixty two thousand dollars. <laughs> one That's team, unbelievable. My my team. I was very proud of us. And we were like, you know, we got over a thousand. That's amazing. I was very proud of us, but we were like number 26 or something of <laughs> fundraising. <laughs> Which is so great. You made that, you made the top 50. <laughs> um, yeah. So you sign up for a team or you can join a team or you can just come on your own. And then you invite people to come. And the first year we went, we were in Orange County and we had never done this before and Macy was in a stroller as a baby and we didn't, I think we invited like my parents and Josh's parents. My parents couldn't come. So it was like Josh's parents and then one of our friends brought her son and then Josh, Macy and me. So there were five adults and um, we just showed up just like that. And then we got mm-hmm. there and every family had an easy app and folding tables And like a feast of food and banners and posters and matching shirts. And it was just, we were like sitting on this little slab of grass with just us in the blazing sun, (laughs) no signs, no t-shirts. I mean, we didn't have anything like that, but the next year y'all, we brought it. So if it's your first year, bring an easy app, bring chairs, bring tables. Everyone can bring some kind of food to eat. You don't have to do these things, but have banners and signs and all of that. Maybe matching T-shirts, if you can pull that off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. it's There was one team at the New York City Buddy Walk that had just the, like, stars was in the name, and it was just glitter everywhere. They had mm-hmm. amazing sparkly hats, and it was sparkles every, all over them, and there was a lot of them. Um, I so. know that family, and they are, <laughs> they are they amazing. Hard. Yeah, and that does not even surprise me a little because they are just this like fierce village around this little girl Stella who has Down syndrome. That's so awesome. Um, but yeah, glitter. Bring you can bring you whatever it is that you and your family and your group of people are into. You can make it happen. Yeah, our first time to go to a buddy walk was when we were in San Francisco, and Ace was a baby. And we, there wasn't any kind of buddy walk in San Francisco. We had to go to San Jose, which is an hour south. And we still were able to get a group of people to go with us, which was really amazing. And I think of that day as being, you know, Ace had been born in April, so he was probably uh, six months old, seven, eight months old. And it was just an amazing experience of just getting to see in front of me like I knew I was supported I knew that Ace was loved and that our family had a community around us but to see all those people show up and walk with us 
um, was a really incredible experience. And I think that's sometimes we, I have to remind myself to get, have those moments Mm. of like touchstones because it's easy to forget. And sometimes uh, it's not even, you know, fun, like the fundraising aspect is great. It's wonderful to give money to these organizations, but I, I see those things as more like this is I need to see this. I need to see these people here dressed in their ace face t-shirts and walking with us because I need to be able to look back at that and mm-hmm. in those moments when I feel overwhelmed or like I like I'm alone in this. Yeah. I think more than anything like you said it's such a community opportunity for community. And I remember and I still felt this way it's so rad to see like this person with Down syndrome surrounded by so many different people. Mm-hmm. And New York, I think because it's New York City, it was unbelievably diverse. The diversity there was yeah. just so cool mm-hmm. with age and ethnicity and just so many different kinds of people there, so many different kinds of people with Down syndrome there. And everybody, there's like this, this um, give me a word here, Micah, a nucleus. Oh, yeah. Like they're the nucleus. The nucleus of the family. Thank you. Yeah. That's the word I'm looking for. They're the heart. The heart. Of that, why those people have gathered. Yeah. Yeah. And they're all there together and it's just so fun to watch and you're just there with your people. And then there's almost always going to be some kind of fun activities happening at your buddy walk, whether it's carnival games or a DJ or both or, you know, craft booths. There's so much going on and food trucks and it's just such a fun, fun day that I can't recommend enough for people. I look forward to it every year so much. And New York didn't disappoint. It was so great. If you can get on an airplane and go to New York City for the Buddy Walk, do that. If you don't live close by, obviously. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it does seem like it's one of those once in, in a lifetime kind of things. We are going to plan it. We're going to make it happen on this year. We're going to go to the New York City Buddy Walk. And it is, it does feel, because it's the flagship buddy walk, it does feel a little different. It's not necessarily the community-centered cent- mm-hmm. thing. It's like flashbang. Like, mm-hmm. this is this is the big moment, and it's everyone who's there really, really worked to get there. Yeah, that's it definitely feels that way. And it's And it is the first one of the buddy walk season. So this, it like starts off. Buddy walk season, I'm calling it. I think we're just, we named it that right now. <laughs> I like it. Buddy um, walk who, season. who came on your team this year, Micah? Um, well, you know, we, we invited our, our friends in New Jersey and our friends in New York City. And we go to church and I work at a church in Manhattan. And so it made a lot more sense for people who lived there to, to come to the buddy walk. Um, and that was really cool. I we invited all of the uh, all the middle school and high schoolers in my youth ministry that I that I pastor, and there was a bunch. So there was a bunch of teenagers who came. There were their families and some other friends from church, and uh, even like Ace's Sunday school teachers came, and it was it was really cool because I think. For for us having just moved out here only three years ago, it it was a little bit like, do we have the community to pull off 
like having this many people surround ACE and having people show up and we really did. And that was, that was, that felt really good to see. Yeah. Does ACE enjoy it? Like what's his, what's his interaction with the buddy walk? He was funny cause he, he melts in the sun Yeah, and oh he was like, I am, why are we here? And he just was laying across his stroller just gonna <laughs> not participating yeah. in anything and then uh we were able to fill him up with a protein bar and some oranges and he popped back to life <laughs> so <laughs> by the time he popped back to life the music had started people were dancing and he was he was super pumped for that so uh it it worked out the first hour he was like not into the things that other kids were excited about uh, but the dancing, that was it for him. That yeah. was great. I love that. That's the only thing Macy wants to do. If there's music at an event, you will see her when the music stops. That's it. It's so hard to get her from like point to any other point in an event yeah. if there's music. Um, but this, this year, you guys, Macy was invited to be the Grand Marshal, which was so special and so out of the blue and um, really, really special. I think, I think a lot of times we see kids with down syndrome invited to be in prominent spaces and then they have like their, and this is what they do. And it's like, and they have this job and they run this business and they're like this person, they volunteer for this and you know, all those accolades, which is amazing and should absolutely be celebrated and highlighted. And it's like, Macy doesn't fit that mold. Those Mm -hmm. aren't, she doesn't have a list like that. Yeah. Um, And I get that we have this, organization and brand called the lucky few that is a part of the down syndrome community as a whole and macy's a part of that but like for macy to just get to be macy and yeah she was so she's just sort of hit and miss these days so i didn't know what was going to happen and she's not great in the heat um or with all it's like a lot going on and that can feel overwhelming to her too yeah and she was so pliable and like so proud to be grand marshal and so excited about it and it was time for the walk they hold a banner we'll post a picture we actually have one i think on our instagram but we'll post another one um and she's standing in the front with this another young man who was also there were the two grand marshals they have like a younger person who's mason and someone who's a little bit older um which was malik and he was the grand marshal and then a couple other like highlight people at down syndrome and they're all holding the banner in the front and then you take do the walk leading the whole walk and along the way the guys there are three guys and macy holding it and the guys kept like like their hands were getting tired holding it which mm-hmm. made sense because it's like you're holding this banner up and they kept going I, and i said i noticed i said do you want me to hold the banner for you, do you need a break and they all kept taking breaks and mason kept going no she wouldn't take a break so i said <laughs> she like flung her arms over the front of it and held it to her chest to rest her arms and she would not let go of the banner, <laughs> walked so the whole way, made it to the end. And she was just so proud. And it was such a highlight moment for me, I think, even in our entire Down syndrome journey and career mm-hmm. to watch her do that. For her to be invited to something like that yeah. is really special because she just, yeah, like I said, she's not, she doesn't get invited to things like that very often because mm-hmm. of where her abilities lie. Yeah, and it was really special for her to have that, and then that she just did so good, just showed up, and it's like we're in a we're in a tricky season right now with her. And I have a good friend of mine, um, Trista, the barista's mom. Mm-hmm. We've had Trista on before. Her mom, Rebecca, is my like 
go-to when I'm in crisis mode (laughs) in in raising a daughter with Down syndrome. And something that she has said to me is, well, you've seen Macy do it before, right? Like, is it something Macy can do when it comes to like when she's not doing certain things? It's like, well, can she do that? Have you seen her do it before? And it's just one of those things like I – I, she has such a hard time in big, loud crowds like that, you know, or in big events, but then she can show up, right? Like it's something that she has the ability to do. And it just was really, um, I was really proud of her, but it was also like a, I don't know, just like such a reminder that she is just so rad. I know she is, but they can get hard, you know, and you just need those reminders of like, no, you can do this. This is amazing. Look at you. Look at you showing up, being yourself. Yeah. I don't know if that makes sense. It totally does. And I loved seeing her. There's a point, listeners, where uh, they introduce the Grand Marshals and they get a chance to say something. And I, Ace and I were able to get down to the – we pushed our way to the front because we needed to be close to Macy. <laughs> and Ace really wanted to get on the stage uh, too, which was awesome because I think he just – Every once in a while, I can see him noticing the the people around him with Down syndrome and feeling a connection. And I think it was just so cool for him to get to see Mason up there. But the she she got the microphone and, and turned to Heather, and she's and Heather's like, "Say happy buddy walk," <laughs> you know. And she's like, "Happy buddy walk," and. She, then she's looking at Heather again. They're saying, say, I love you. <laughs> she's like, I love you. <laughs> it well, so you, it was really cute. I was also like, my, my one of my only misses was we either didn't get the memo or we missed the memo that she was going to have a chance to say anything on the mic. Okay. So we had nothing. She had nothing practiced. And the other yeah, guy friends, so scary. the other guy who was a grand marshal had a whole speech written out that he read. And as he was reading it, I was like, dang it. Macy totally, we could have practiced like written yeah. something together that she yeah. would have memorized and been able to say. So that was totally on her own wing in it, which is why she like looked at me. I'm like, oh my gosh, shoot, what is she going to say? <laughs> but it was perfect. It ended up being perfect. But she I really did wished. It was, it was just right. I really wish yeah. she knew more <laughs> or had more time I, to plan. Yeah, that's hard. That's hard. Do you, I think our listeners are going to wonder if there was like an application process or anything for the grand marshal job, or was that just, they knew you and they knew you were coming and they invited you or invited Macy. Okay. This is the information I can give, give. And a lot of it is I'm assuming things. So this is that there is no, uh, there was no application as far as we knew we in DSS knew we were going to be there. Um, we've done some collaborations with them over the last year, over the last 12 months or so we've been doing stuff with them and we are just huge fans of their organization. And so they knew we were already going to be there. The young man, Malik, who was there, he lives in New York. Um, I don't know if it's like they know you're already going to be there because it wasn't – they didn't provide us airfare. Like they didn't bring us out there. We brought ourselves out there. And then we I'd had a conversation with them about ways that larger organizations can highlight all kinds of people with Down syndrome, not just like the, quote, stars who have Down syndrome. Yeah. And I think that this came from that conversation, possibly. Um, I don't know for sure. I, I didn't say like Macy can be the grand marshal. I didn't say that at all, but I said maybe everybody walks grand marshal is just someone in in the community who's just yeah. showing up with Down syndrome instead of like the star of the TV show who's then the grand marshal at the buddy walk. That so that might be why mm-hmm. they had thought of inviting Macy. That might have nothing to do with it. 
<laughs> that makes sense. Um, yes, I can ask them and find out. But as far as I know, there's not an application process to be a grand marshal. But I would imagine, friends, for your local buddy walk, if it's something that you would really love to see your kid do, reach out to the person running it and say, "Hey, I'm," I, and ask the question, "Who's? How do you decide on grand marshals? I would love for my kid to have that opportunity." That sounds great. And let's also talk about the Times Square video, because Mm -hmm. I think this is something that really uh, affects whether or not people come Mm -hmm. to the New York City Buddy Walk. Uh, Will you tell the listeners a little bit about what the Times Square video is? Yeah. So right before the Buddy Walk, they do a video in Times Square, and there's two big screens right there in Times Square where they have pictures of people with Down syndrome. I think that it's an hour long presentation. There's 500 people. I think they choose 500 photos. Wow. I think everyone gets like three seconds or something. I don't, someone's going to do the math there that is going to know if that's accurate or not. And I think they got like 1500 submissions. So the way you get your picture on the time screen video is you just are getting the emails from NDSS or you got to be connected to them somehow, like get their emails or be on their Instagram. And then they announce an opening and you just go online and submit a picture. Um, and then they pick pictures. They really do. They need, they want pictures that are good quality. So the better quality of the picture, like the better you can clearly see the person with down syndrome, the like more likely that your picture will be chosen. And I think they're trying to choose different people every, like as many Mm -hmm. different people. Some people have had their picture up multiple years but for the most part, they're trying to get different people up every year. Um, and it's such a fun thing. And even if you don't, there were a lot of people who had pictures up who weren't there and they live stream it. And so you can watch it and people take pictures for you and it's still still really special. So be on the lookout for that. I, I feel like in the summertime, they started asking yeah. for photo submissions. Yeah, I think the, the deadline was like early August. Yeah. Because I missed it. <laughs> That's how I remember. <laughs> Do you remember? And there's like, all, so then all these families are gathered in Times Square. Everyone's watching the video and it's like Times Square. So that's like, it's so busy around there still. Um, yeah. And that is a fun, super fun mo- moment as well. And then everyone goes together over to the Buddy Walk, which is Yeah. Sweet. And they provide, they provide busing they over have to the busing. Buddy Walk, right? Yeah. You can buy a ticket to get on a school bus and bus over. And we did that. It was great. That's so cool. I do. I mean, from what I've understood and what I've learned from other people, that is kind of how a lot of people determine if they're going to do this. Like they, they want to have a family trip to New York. They, they see if their kid gets chosen for the Times Square video. And then if their picture is going to be there, then that's a perfect time to have a family trip to New York and be part of the buddy walk. And, and so I know that some connections my mom has to the down syndrome community in Amarillo, Texas, there's been a couple of people over the past few years who have submitted their kids picture, gotten in, Mm -hmm. done a big family trip to New York. And it's such a cool way to get to celebrate your child and get a, a family vacation in New York out of it. I mean, not that you're getting a free family vacation, but Sure. Why but not it, yeah. do it at the same time? Yeah. And then they also have NDSS provides block rate, a block of hotel rooms at a discounted rate, um, like significantly discounted. It's still ridiculously expensive because New sure. York City is unbelievably expensive. But if you plan for it, you can do it a little more budget friendly um, if you go during the buddy walk. For sure. Okay. What, el- what else do people need to know about the buddy walk? What do you wish you knew? 
I wish, well, I wish I had known kind of more of what to tell the people who came out for the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I, I, because this was my first time to be at the New York Buddy Walk, I assumed it would be the same kind of schedule as the other one I went to, which the other one was kind of opposite, like in California, or at least at the Palo Alto, um, not Palo Alto, sorry, the San Jose one that I went to, it was the buddy walk was first. And then there was like events after, Mm -hmm. and that was when everything broke into, there were, there was food and there was dancing and there was stuff like that. And this buddy walk was everything is happening at the beginning, Mm -hmm. the booths and the food and the dancing and the, everything was about getting pumped for the big walk. And so, you know, I think there's some things like that where the more that you can plan and know what the people, what you're asking the people who are coming to do and what Mm -hmm. to be prepared for, um, that makes things easier. Yeah. And I would say the best way to do that, because I've been to a handful of different buddy walks and they, and they all kind of vary. And I know for this year, for the New York City one, there were some logistical things that made the schedule adjust in real time. And um, I think just tell your team, like, it starts at this time. We're going to be there this time. It ends at this time. This might happen. Like, bring a blanket, bring a a blanket on, bring a chair, a bottle of water. I know there'll be, like, I know these things will happen, but just come and hang. It's more like like a church picnic. (laughs) Yeah, it's like come to the picnic there will be things happening um and definitely bring I think it's smart to bring a lot of snacks yeah and we've done in the past too with families we've done like pop like a we're gonna do a taco salad and everyone bring a part of that dish or whatever like we're gonna have a theme and everyone brings something for that meal um and then that's kind of fun to do it that way too People cater out like sandwiches, sandwich boards from places. And, you, and I've seen people bring full barbecues. <laughs> yeah, that's However smart. I, that's it. something that I wish I had done as well. I wish that I had had more prepared for the people who came out just because, you know, I'm the one who's supposed to know what's going on mm-hmm. and they're the ones showing up. And so I think in the future, I would be more prepared with more seats and shade and yeah. Food options. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. Bring an easy up every time, guys. Do you have a highlight from the day? Yeah, you know, I'm putting you on the spot. My highlight from the day was just Ace getting to see the whole crew that had gathered there. And I knew he knew that this was for him. You know, we talked it up the night before I pulled out the banner that we made several years ago for his first buddy walk. And had it spread on the floor in the living room. And he just crawled around on it, like looking at it, sitting, staring, like playing on it. And so he had, he was aware that everyone was gathering for him. But there was a moment when we took a big group picture. And everyone in the group, and this is like, you know, 20 something people started singing Noel, the first Noel, which is his favorite song right now, and getting him to smile. And I have a picture of everyone looking at the camera smiling and Ace turning and looking at everybody who's looking, you know, that's there for him. And uh, that was just a really sweet moment of feeling like he sees them, he knows they love him, and he knows they're here for him. And 
it was after taking that picture that he went crazy with the dancing and running around and because it, it really felt like it, it it all clicked for him then. Yeah. 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 Oh, sweet ace. Really cool. It was so, so fun to see you and the listeners who came out and said, hi, what a gift to meet so many of you. Um, we appreciate you so much and loved interacting with all of you and your families and your kids. And if you are not already signed up for a buddy walk, I hope right now that you'll do that. Everybody listening and go sign up for your local community buddy walk, do a little Google search. If it's within an hour and a half drive, it's worth it. Two hours, maybe even, I don't know. Depends how far you usually drive for things in life. Um, I'm kind of a baby when it comes to driving far. <laughs> <laughs> well, you live in the greater LA area. I'm like 30 minutes away too far, but that's not, it's not far at all. <laughs> um, and thanks NDSS for such a great day. It was definitely the whole weekend was a major core memory for me mm. in my life and I'm sad it's over and I'm so grateful I got to be part of it. So thanks NDSS for creating such a rad event for our yeah. Down Center community and our families. We love it. I hope we have more moments as a podcast to show up at this particular event because it was so cool and I want to keep coming back. Yeah, same, 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 same. All right. Well, before we head out, let's do some good news. We will be right back. I don't know about you guys, but planning for the future has always been overwhelming for me. I am overwhelmed by the details of investments, savings accounts, and trusts. I spent a lot of moments afraid of a future that I often don't know how to plan for. And having a child with a disability can make all of those things feel so much bigger and more terrifying. That's why Enable Special Needs Planning exists. They provide families with simple solutions and a unique approach to special needs planning. When Chris and I met with our team at Enable, they talked to us about so much more than ACE's needs. They talked about our dreams as a couple and as a family. They worked with us around the savings we were creating for our other children. And they gave us the kind of expert advice we needed to feel secure and prepared. Enable wants to help you create a comprehensive plan for your entire family. Find out more at enablesnp.com. Time for good news, time for good news. Everybody, welcome to the good news. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right, we have a piece of good news from our friend at. 321 blessed mom with underscores between the words. 321 underscore blessed underscore mom who says, JG had her spring concert last night and it was so magical. It took everything out of me not to yell, that's my girl. I know everyone in that gym knew she was my daughter. I'm so proud of her. She sang loud and proud. JG, so proud of you for that girl. Um, I wish I could have been there too to hear you sing loud and proud there's nothing like the loud and proud singing there's, at a concert there isn't. <laughs> it's the best it's the absolute <laughs> best i have a super quick good news and that is that we also in new york city got to meet leslie odom jr who oh plays aaron burr um in hamilton he's a, done has done a million things but we know him very well from that 
and saw him at a play and waited for him after the play. And then he came out and said hi to everybody and did autographs. And August said to me, mom, this is my good news. Mom, you tell him your son has something to say. Cause you know, they're like kind of going fast, like the crowd, like, like autograph picture, autograph picture. And August understands that people have a hard time understanding him. He, he gets mm-hmm. that and is frustrated by it. So he goes, tell him your son has something to say. So we take a picture and I said, my son has something to say. And then August looks at him, crosses his arms and goes, pardon me. Are you Aaron Burr, sir? <laughs> and Leslie, Leslie Odom Jr. without missing a beat, he goes, well, that depends who's asking. And it was so good because he didn't have to repeat himself. Like he totally heard him. Oh, I have chills even talking about it. That's my good news. Freaking August. Tell him your son has something he to say. The best. Oh my like gosh. Augie. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, friends. We're going to wrap up this episode of the Buddy Walk. We want to hear from you, all of you, where are you participating in the Buddy Walk? Um, what have you loved about it? Were you in New York City? Head over to our Instagram account, the Lucky Few Pod. Let us know all of that. You can also go to luckyfew.co, use code podcast to get 10% off all of your narrative shifting gear. Yes. And hey, if you do, if you are part of your buddy walk, tell us about it in good news. And maybe we can share some of your good news in, in the month to come, especially during Down Syndrome Awareness Month. We would love to do that. A uh, big thanks to Josh Avis for editing this episode and to Ashley Fracolosi. You're the best. You're the best friends. If you liked this episode, share it with your family and friends. Don't forget, head over, subscribe, leave a review. And what else? Check out the luckyfewpodcast.com for show notes and all the things we talked about today. And be sure to follow us on social media at the lucky few pod. And listener, as always, we think you're slaying it. We love you so much. We're cheering you on and we can't wait to be together for another episode next week. Until then, see ya. Bye.